0: It's time for the most average podcast ever. (laughs) It's Sack. We're men, okay? That means a few things. We like with the door open. We talk about we go on riverboat gambling trips. We make our own beef jerky. That's what we do. And now that is all rat in the nose.
1: We literally have never done any of those things.
0: (laughs) All right, Zach and the Nose Podcast. It's Volume Twenty Six. This podcast we're going to call it the Wade Boggs Edition of the podcast. Even though I'm not letting him speak yet, I know that my partner in crime here has another twenty six that he wants to put on the pedestal. We're going to get into that in a second here. It's Zach and the Nose. Normally, this is a fantasy football podcast, sports podcast. We've changed it up for the summer a little bit. Why? Because really, there's not going to be any more sports going on after the NBA finals and NHL finals are done. There is baseball, so I shouldn't say that a lot of baseball fans are going to get. Academy for that, and there is WNBA. So yeah, there is sports going on, but none that I really give a shit about. So that's why we're going into something different here over the summer. You heard us uh, kind of preview it last week. The fantasy food league. That's right. Uh, I didn't mess up this week and say fantasy football league. It's the fantasy food league here. And yes, uh, we're going to do something cool over the summer. Now. What we did here, well, first off, before we get into all the details of all that, I bring in my partners in crime as normal. He is The Nose, at Spencer Nose on uh, Twitter, and uh, I guess we could fight quickly about number 26 now. Uh, I have Wade Boggs because he's, you know, he's Wade Boggs, and you have someone different for number 26.
1: I mean, you just hate on baseball. And then you're giving Wade Boggs. Correct. Correct. Yeah, you're giving Rod Woodson zero love right now.
0: I'm giving him zero love right now. Yeah. And then, I mean, listen, like last time we gave honorable mention, who was it last week? It was like Dave Anderchuk and someone else for number 25. Uh, Fred Bolitnikoff and Dave Anderchuk got the uh, honorable mention. So my honorable mention this week is Rod Woodson and yours is Wade Boggs. And that's fine, although we have different kind of title sponsors, I guess you could That's Rod Woodson to me, my man. Okay. So yeah. there you go. So it's uh, Wade Boggs to me. All right. So this is volume 26. It is the Fantasy Food League. And we did discuss a little bit about what we were doing last week, but we've executed the first two spots here on the Fantasy Food League. Joe Rose and myself both picked out restaurants. Now, I understand this as well. Uh, there is a grading system. Nose will get into that in a second and refresh everyone's memory on that. This week in the grading system, I... Kind of stood back because of the fact that either it was going against myself or going against Joe Rose. And I let Nose and a couple other people that were with us here at the two restaurants kind of grade it out. I just enjoyed the food and that's all I did. And it was pretty good for me in other ways. But uh, let's refresh everyone real quickly on uh, what the kind of scoring is and what the Fantasy Food League is all about. And then we'll get into the two restaurants that myself and Joe Rose picked out. Here is the Nose to uh, describe all of that.
1: Okay, great. So, yes, we went to two different restaurants this week and we are doing a contest, you know, a fan, that we have a scoring system that they go against each other. So Joe picked Runway 84 and Zach picked the Georgia Pig. Now, a lot of people have been saying, okay, how can you compare the two places? You're talking about a classy high end Italian restaurant versus a low down and dirty barbecue joint. Well, the answer is quite simple. It's not well. It's not simple. I Obviously, we understand it's very different. Yeah, they're but, two
0: diff, way different restaurants. Right, Correct. but
1: we are going in there, and I went into the Georgia Pig, and you have to take it for its face value. You know, we went there. It's a hole in the wall. But how does it compare to other barbecue joints that you've been to? You know, how is the overall taste of it? What was the overall experience? You can compare the two. You just have to keep a few things in perspective. For example, when we went to Runway, it was $70 a man. Correct. When it was Georgia Pig for four people, and it was four people on both sides, it was $70, including tip, for the entire bill. And, and, and we ate like animals. That's right. At both places. Correct. Correct. So you got to put in all the factors, and it's not that hard to do. So we're going to do it today. And just to refresh everyone's memory, uh, we have a 40-point scoring system. Mm-hmm. Okay. 20 points. For taste. Most important thing.
0: 20 points max Max you can get for taste.
1: So, obviously, when you go to a restaurant, there's a lot of factors that go into your experience, but the most important is, is the food good? So, we have 20 points, and that's for that. 10 points for presentation and creativity. How did the food come? What does it look like? You know, you eat with your eyes first. So, That was also a factor. And then the last 10 points is for the overall restaurant experience, which is including ambiance, service, authenticity, just an overall experience there. So we have a 40-point scoring system, and we went into each with an open mind. We ranked them. And we are here now to review each restaurant, and that's what we're going to do for you today.
0: Correct, yes. So the two restaurants, like Nose said, uh, Joe Rose picked the Runway 84 high-end Italian restaurant in Fort Lauderdale, and I picked out the Georgia Pig. Old-school, old-school barbecue in Fort Lauderdale. It's been there since, like, the 1950s. Let's start with Joe Rose's pick, Runway 84. It's fresh on our mind since we ate there last um, it is a high-end Italian restaurant. You walk in there, and that's what you're kind of expecting. But go in your point system and explain uh, what happened here, how you graded it all out. Like I said, in everyone after this, I'll be a part of the grading system. But in this one here specifically, because it was myself first, Joe Rose, and I do love me some Runway 84, I decided I'll just eat, I'll just be there, and the guests we brought – And knows we're actually giving the grades for this week. So let's start with runway 84. Start us off, let us know what happened. We gotta tell everyone what we ordered and just kind of go from there.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So you walk up to runway 84 and you walk in, and immediately you get greeted by the host. And you know his name. It's
0: Vincenzo.
1: uh, Of course, yeah. So you walk into runway 84 and you want an Italian experience, you will when you walk into this place, it's like uh, you know, like you go back in time to the 80s, 70s and 80s. It's a complete throwback. You know, if you haven't been there, you go in and it's like you're eating in a airplane. That's right. That's how the whole place is set up. And we sat in the main dining room. We sat right down because we had an earlier dinner. And, um, well, let's just go with what we had. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so we first, Joe Rose said, you have to have the sausage and the broccoli Rob. And the meatballs for an appetizer. Yep. So we ordered both of those. And we also ordered uh, some rice balls as yep. well because it's a fav- one of my favorite dishes. Okay. Okay. So let's go over the appetizers. The meatballs. That's what they're famous for. That's Absolutely. what they're known for. Absolutely. Um, my overall experience with the meatballs were they were good, but they weren't spectacular. Okay. And you were there and you were really enjoying those meatballs. I, I love the meatballs. I know you I do. For me, they were maybe a little bit too dense. I like a little bit more of a loose meatball where when the sauce, that they do serve a really nice marinara. But when you put the marinara onto the meatball, that it sort of soaks up the juices because it's a loose meatball. This meatball, the, you know, the sauce just goes on around the edge. Again, it was good. Don't get me wrong. But on here, I'm going to be tough. That's what I am That's a little. That's what we want. I'm yeah. a food. New, I am a food. Uh, You're a foodie now. I hate that term. But Food I'm a critter? snobby sometimes, yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to lead it up to where if I give an, a fantastic review, that, that says to our listeners, you got to go. But anyway, the meatballs were good. I didn't find them to be great. The rice balls, in my opinion, were very average, to be honest with you. It wasn't, a, a you know, that what a rice ball is, is you got a lot of rice, you got cheese, you have peas, and you have prosciutto wrapped in, you know, basically in a ball of rice, then you deep fry it. The outside wasn't as crunchy as I wanted, and it was a little bit too much um, filling. There wasn't enough of the actual cheese and the gooiness that when you crack into a rice ball that I wanted. But you did put some of the sauce on it, and don't get me wrong. Again, it was was quite good. But I'm trying to compare it to other uh, South Florida restaurants that I've been to down here, and it was just right in the middle. Okay? And then there was the— Sausage and the broccoli, Rob, yes. that Joe literally looked at me and goes, No, you have to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came with some roasted red peppers. Delicious. It, it was money. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Dude, that was the hit so far. So we started off with three appetizers. Yeah, don't
0: forget about the mussels, the steamed mussels. We're not there yet, the bro. No? You're getting it. That's still an appetizer.
1: And also a shout out to Dr. John and to uh, Andy Smallman who, who visited us. us. Yes, and, yes. And, and they were uh, critiquing the food as well. Um, so overall yeah that, that sausage though had a beautiful um, amount of fennel in it that just tasted delicious you put the broccoli Rob, with the garlic and the olive oil with the roasted peppers really good bite it was super, Joe Rose yeah. well done. good recommendation yeah, yeah, well done, on well that done. so we had our appetizers and i put a picture on the on the twitter machine and i'll, I'll continue to do so
0: because we have a, quite a bit of uh, com- you know pictures to show you on this meal and There's then, always a preview video, by the way, too. That Nose does before we walk in, where he's very funny. Before we uh, go into, I'm any completely embarrassed of them, but yes, they're amazing. I, I do it to embarrass you. Yes, yes. Keep going. I,
1: I don't mind the embarrassment, and I'm, I'm learning what trolling is all about. Oh yeah, Let's talk about it another Welcome time to the internet. Wow, the World Wide Web. I got called a Walmart of Bill Simmons. You did uh, by a bunch of ass clowns too. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Sort of deserve it. Yeah. So um, when you order a main course at Anthony's, you get a uh, bowl of mussels marinara i love seafood i love mussels and this was a nice touch so they came out with the mussels because we did order entrees we'll get to that in a second correct the mussels were mint they were really good i enjoyed them a lot so we had shared a few mussels and then before the main course they came out with a cold antipasto salad for each person a nice little individual antipasto salad let me tell you Totally refreshing after right? the appet- it, was good. it it was good and I yeah. loved the flow of the restaurant. It was um, you know appetizers, mussels, and then the salad that little roughage before the main course. Completely delicious. Got a right? little got a little salami, got a little provolone on good, there. Yeah, uh, their uh, little Italian dressing, perfect. Oh, I like that little thing you did there. Thank you. Oh. Then we ordered uh, three main courses. Uh-huh. Okay. We ordered, and this was one that Joe, this was the real recommendation Joe said. He said, you have to have the veal chop Parmesan.
0: It was unbelievable. Oh, sorry. You can- <laughs> it's okay. Look it. at you. You're so excited You can't about even it. say that word. You yeah. loved it. I didn't grade it, but I, I would have given it to $4 million. We
1: also got something called the Chicken Rosie, which was a actual Josh Crantz, your brother's recommendation. How about that? Recommendation. Yeah. The, uh, the Chicken Rosie is a chicken breast that is rolled in prosciutto, cheese, it's got some peppers and a really nice, uh, vibrant lemon garlic sauce that was really, really nice. And then we, uh, the third dish that we had was they recommended their homemade lasagna because we wanted a pasta. Sure. We wanted the veal chop, which was in the red sauce. So we had two red sauces and then the chicken rosy, which was not. Okay. Let's go over each dish. Okay. Okay. The chicken rosy was very tasty. Um, did it blow me away? No. Did I like it? Yes, because it had a nice little punch of flavor there. So the chicken rosie was, you know, a popular dish for us. The lasagna. wow, wah, wow. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect. Again, one- My wife's favorite dish at Runway. You know, the pasta was overcooked. It was a little soggy. And overall, we had done the tomato sauce already, and it just came out a little. Everything about it, just the ricotta inside was not as fresh as I wanted it to be. It was just an overall an okay lasagna. Um, when Andy Smallman tells us that his wife, who's gluten-free, uh, could do just as good of a job, sort of made me feel like, yeah, this was not our best order. And you know what? I was thinking about maybe getting a, a, a linguine with clam sauce, and so maybe the choke was on us ordering the lasagna. Sure, okay. sure. But it was not the best.
0: We had a red sauce dish. Maybe we should have gotten something else besides that. Correct.
1: Then the veal parmesan.
0: Mm-hmm. Veal chop parmesan.
1: Okay, right. This was a veal chop that was filleted, butterflied, breaded, the marinara mm. with the cheese on mm. it, and the cheese did have that melt where it had just a little bit of that brown on top a of it. Burn the just the right amount yes, of burn. Yes, it was good, Zach. It was damn good. So the veal chop. I really, really enjoyed a lot. Um, That being said, the sauce was nothing that blew me away. It was, I don't want to, I'm going to say it. It was a little bland for what I think Runway 84 should have been. Um, It didn't blow me away. And overall, all three dishes that we had, nothing screamed out that is fire. Because at a restaurant, I want something to go whoop. That just hit my taste buds and went nuts. The sausage and broccoli, Rob, was the closest to it. Uh, but overall, the meal um, didn't have that wow factor for me. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, we we did grade it well, and I'm going to go over the grade right now for, for, for Runway. So um, overall, out of 20, again, I'm being tough because when I give a really, really good grade, again, I want to say, oh, wow, I'm going there. Okay. The overall taste out of 20, I give it a 12. Okay? Okay. And, you know, again, um, nothing wowed me. And at a place where you're going to be about 70 bucks ahead with tip or whatever, I want to be wowed. And um, I've been to other restaurants in South Florida that are on that high-end level, you know, whether it's Prime Italian or it's, you know, Casa D'Angelo in Fort Lauderdale. Those um, had some dishes that wowed me, that literally blew my mind. Um, So due to that, I give it a 12. Next is presentation. Mm -hmm. I give it a solid 8 out of 10. And here's why. Um, The food, when it comes out, sometimes people do stuff that's so, you know, uh, what's the right, like foofy and it's over the top. This was straightforward presentation. I liked it a lot. You know, it had the basil with, you know, when it came with their red sauces, it had that beautiful basil. Everything was just straightforward. And I respect that. So, overall, when it came down to presentation and creativity, a solid 8 out of 10.
0: Okay. So, we got 12 and 8 so far. 20 out of 30 so far for this.
1: Overall experience. hmm Let's talk about the service for sure. a second. What was the name of the guy? Paulie. So, Paulie, our waiter, comes up, and he just looks like the part. He just looks like a guy who's been a waiter there for, like, 15 to 20 years. And, oh, yeah, he was. Yes. Now, overall... He was great. I have no problems. The overall service was good. The overall experience was very, very good. Um, I was going to give it an eight, but then we found out Paulie was not from Italy, but he was from?
0: <laughs> he was from Greece. The dude was from Greece. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, I'm being a little obviously joking with that. But overall experience with everything said and done, which includes how much you spend, the, you know, the, from the start to the finish, the ambience, all of it, I give the overall experience there a seven out of 10.
0: Okay, so, if so my mouth, my math, my mouth. If my math is correct, I have twenty-seven uh, out of forty. There is that correct. That is correct. Okay, good. Yes. So my math is there. So twenty-seven out of forty for Joe Rose's choice of runway eighty-four. Uh, well, solid. Done yeah, but didn't blow me away okay. by any stretch. Okay. This is the, the restaurant that I take uh, all the birthdays, anniversaries, all that stuff. I take the entire uh, family t- uh, to Runway.
1: Well, yes. The quick little story that you should probably yes. tell everybody uh, before we go into the Georgia Pig is that you have this classy joint. It's old school. It, it is. You, you, it, it's a time warp, right? But in one corner you see, and it's like a separated corner from the restaurant, you see a Dan Marino jersey on the wall. And randomly, in a place that there are no TVs, there's a TV. Correct. Why don't you take it from here?
0: Well, I mean, this is the, the, the lure of the table over there is that it, a certain owner of the Dallas Mavericks, I believe, came in there at one point and wanted to watch uh, TV. Or he was planning on going to the restaurant one night to watch TV. And he decided to just order the TV to the restaurant with some dude to come install it. And now there's a TV in the corner at the Marino table. So he could watch what he needed to watch that night, and just walk out and leave the TV there. When you're a billionaire, it's kind of easy to do that kind of stuff. But the lore—I don't. The, to be honest, I've heard the story so many times. I don't even know if I necessarily believe it. Oh, I believe it. But the lore of that story is fantastic. Whether it is true or not, there is—I n- love it. There is nothing in terms of TVs in this
1: place. This no. is this is, and all of a sudden, in one corner, you could just see. This was specially put in there. Absolutely. I want to believe that story. I want to believe Me too. that Cuban I do. literally I is like, it. Yes. I got to watch something. I don't care. He's ordering a TV and the cable people just to hook it up for yes. one night.
0: One night. Gangster. And leave it there, yes. That is straight best part about it is, is that you didn't see last night is that right behind where we were sitting is the big wall with the airplane on it. When there is a big game or big event... They put a, like, 300-inch projection screen on that wall. I actually watched the NFC playoff game where Minnesota, where Diggs caught the ball and ran past. I watched it on that wall. Oh, I remember that play. Yes, of course. But that that, that is another thing. That's cool. They're very sports, kind of heavy there when there is a big game on. The TV's by the bar. We'll have it on. But they put this big, big screen out there, which is fantastic. Hey, whatever
1: right. they got to do to make their customers exactly. happy.
0: Exactly. All right, so that is runway 84. That was Joe Rose's choice uh, for the first round, I guess you could say, of the Fantasy Food uh, League here. Now, my choice was different. We could pick out uh, basically any restaurant we wanted to. I didn't want to go on the fancy side of it because I kind of heard where Joe was going with his, and I wanted to pick something that was a little authentic to me is a barbecue place, and I love barbecue food, and I decided at that point I want to pick a place that not just is a barbecue place, but in all honesty, I wanted to pick a hole in the wall place that only a a few people kind of know about, even though it's been around since the 1950s, Um, and there are a couple places like that down here in Broward and Dade County. One of that places that I loved going to as a kid, and my wife loves it too, is the Georgia Pig in Fort Lauderdale. It is a small little barbecue joint. You walk up close to it. There is smoke coming out of the little – the burner, whatever it is in the middle of that restaurant – and uh, you saw it when you pulled up. But I'm not going to go into any more of that because, like I said, both these restaurants, because of the fact that I was kind of involved, I stayed out of the grading. Because you already know if the Runway 84 was on my grading system, how many points is it possible to get 40? They would have had 72 if I would have graded Runway 84. So, there you go. But we did go to the Georgia Pig. We did bring a couple people with us. Nose takeover from here of what we ordered, what you liked about it, what you disliked about it, and the grading system, what you gave. All right. So... You
1: know, people who decide to join us, and we are encouraging people to join us on our missions. Um, Mission from God. Yes. Uh, We had uh, Maddie Wallach and Bob Streit join us uh, at the uh, Georgia Pig. So the Georgia Pig, we walk in, and immediately you are thrown back to literally the 50s and the 60s. Yes, I mean, I can't under say it any easier like it is one of those old school joints that is like would be on diners drive-ins and dives that has literally been there and they didn't change a thing there's no such thing as using a credit card of the georgia no, Pig. cash only it is a place that is a throwback so if you are going to a place, if you want to go where there's a, an ambiance that is a little nice no this is shorts flip-flops this is Davey. Very casual this is, dining. This is Davy's finest, yeah, okay? Yeah,
0: basically it's Davy's finest. Now, beforehand, just like Joe Rose did, I did recommend some stuff uh, to eat at the Georgia Pig, stuff that I will usually go in there and eat. Um, now, there's a couple different items that I wanted everyone to try here, so we did kind of a little uh, family-style serving for ourselves there. Uh, I did say no matter what, the pork sandwich, like kind of the pulled pork sandwich. You need to get that. And with that, there's the either baked beans or the coleslaw. It's kind of whatever you wanted with that. I was okay with it ever side, as you choose, including the French fries. Get some French fries, too, with that. Um, there's like a piece of garlic toast you can get. There were the ribs as well. If you're going to get the sandwich, it's hard to get the ribs in the sandwich, but when you're sitting with a group of four guys, you could put the ribs in the middle and devour. Lemonade or their iced tea or both in one and make your own Arnold Palmer. Do whatever you want there. But no matter what, before you leave, you get the banana pudding before you go. And those are the kind of things I decided. And Nose, again, I'll let you take over. We sat down at the table, the four of us, and Nose will finish the story from there.
1: Okay. So the chopped pork sandwich yes. was the recommendation. Yes. When I say
0: pulled pork, I meant chopped pork. Yeah, you, you choked. I was close.
1: We're, we have so much to work with you on, but I'm I so know. excited about it, so it doesn't matter. So the chopped pork sandwich is what they're known for, okay? Um, but also they have beautiful spare ribs. So what we decided to do was um, I ordered the chopped pork sandwich, so did Matt and Rob, and you went with actually a chopped oh, beef. You went with yeah, a chopped the beef. beef, yeah, yeah. the choked beef sandwich, choke beef right? Choked beef sandwich, yeah. And I ordered um, the spare rib platter for the table, just put it right in the middle where everyone was able to grab one of those uh, ribs. All right, let's go over the overall experience. Yes, let's do it. To me, that chopped pork sandwich was as close to perfection as it gets. Zachy. you did it. I knew I would. Sometimes, guys, there's something about simplicity, and the simplicity of this sandwich is what eating is all about to someone like myself. The chopped pork had the perfect ratio of tenderness, a little bit of fat, and then that bark with the crunch. So each bite, you get three different flavors. You get the crunch of the bark. You get the tenderness of the actual pork. And then you get that softness where all the flavor is in the fat. Oh, my God. Each bite got better than better than the rest. So with that chopped pork sandwich, Zach, you had me at a low, man. Mm. You man. Really, you yep. really, really did. And then the spare ribs, you get – so the barbecue sauce there is a vinegar-based mustard sauce. I put that – all over. I slabbed it all over and it was delicious. Again, the spare ribs, when you take a bite of a spare rib, it shouldn't fall right off the bone. There should be a bite and then you pull it, but then the meat comes off the bone and that's exactly what it was. It was perfect. I really, really do recommend their chopped pork sandwich and their ribs. Dude, uh, I really love that meal. Uh, The French fries come out crispy and you could use Multiple, again, you could use the barbecue sauce. They have a hot,
0: spicy sauce that you like. That was really good, yeah. They have ketchup. So you, I, I was dipping french fries in baked beans. That's how good everything on the side was there as well, well.
1: We got baked beans as a side. You're right. There was a garlic toast that That's was right. really good. I love their coleslaw. Everything was very, very solid. I get an Arnold Palmer, a little sweet tea with a lemonade. I mean, just for a lunch to sit down, and if you don't want to get too full because— that chopped pork sandwich is just a really nice dish. So um, I got to be honest with you. I love my meal. And then something I know, I mean, I I like a banana pudding as long as it's not just pudding. But what was in that pudding,
0: Zach? It looked like there were like vanilla wafers Bingo. and like crushed stuff. It was just. With fresh whipped cream, That's which right. is a big thing That's for right. me. That's I right. don't. Whipped cream out of a
1: bottle. You know, maybe back, they were better for Whippets back in the, in yeah. the yeah, but yeah. no, you know, but not not for my food. Not for lunch. Uh, yeah,
0: that's dessert. I yeah, kid, I dessert. kid.
1: Or do I? Or do okay, I. so they had the fresh whipped cream. They had a beautiful banana pudding, and I needed a little of that texture in there, and they had vanilla wafers all in that. We said, she's like, how many do you want? We just said... You know, one because we were full. Yeah, there I was, was kind full. of
0: full after that point. This yeah. woman, the,
1: the service but you had there, to taste the banana. The pudding. service was like, okay, I'm just going to make,
0: but we're all going to try it. I said, she gave us the biggest single serving of banana pudding you could ever see, ever, ever, ever. It was in a bowl for what you would probably put in 25 wings and put the hot sauce on there and then, like, you know, shake it up to make sure all the... That's the kind of bowl we had for the banana pudding.
1: So let's go uh, through everything and uh, let's rate it, okay, shall we? let's do it. Zach, the taste was awesome. So, again, I'm comparing this versus other barbecue joints that are out there. Um, I don't need to say any barbecue joints, Mission uh, Barbecue, to, to really
0: kill them. But this type
1: of place versus
0: a place like that is night and day. A little more commercialized, you know, maybe a Mission Barbecue or something like that. And a little bit more old school and whatever uh, is, is the Georgia Pig. Yes, correct.
1: Again, I'm comparing. I'm trying to get everyone to understand, like, I'm tr- comparing Runway 84 to the Mataranos, to the Casa de Angelos, to the Prime Italians, and I'm comparing the Georgia Pig to places like uh, Little Reds now, which I've heard about. That's right. Tom Jenkins, which is my right. all-time favorite barbecue down here. You know, I'm hoping someone down the road, if we keep doing this, sends me there. I can
0: imagine someone Ooh, will. A lot, of the, I, a lot of the, uh, I already have, the tweeters I have I told us already. Yeah.
1: But we're not doing that. We're doing Georgia Pig. And overall, out of 20... I give it a 15. Wow. Yes. Okay. Wow. I get, that's, that's a high score for me. It was just a really tasty, dirty, and when I mean dirty, like low-down dirty type of place, not dirty food. No. It was really, really good. Um, presentation. That's a different story. I give the presentation a six. Okay? Nothing really... Nothing really to talk about the presentation. No, no. it was um, just a pulled pork sandwich. Fries were uh, all over the paper place. Paper plate, but they yep. paper plate. They That's they, it. they throw some beans on there. Uh-huh. It's not pretty, no. but it doesn't have to be pretty. No. But this is what we're doing. The okay. overall presentation was and creativity. There was no creativity. It was straightforward,
0: but I'm giving it a six overall. Okay, so 15 for taste, six for presentation. That's a 21 so far. So now I'm hoping for a little bit of a jump here because otherwise it looks like I'm going to lose this uh, situation here. Keep going with the last category.
1: Okay, so the the last cover uh, category is the overall restaurant experience, including ambiance, mm-hmm. service.
0: Authenticity okay. of the place, the whole deal, yes.
1: Yes. Um our service was fine. I mean, you got these people that have been working there forever. They get you in and out pretty quickly. Uh, we did have to wait a little bit for our food, but uh, the beauty of this place was, thank God, we got there at the time we did.
0: It was slammed, slammed. Yes.
1: people were waiting, just standing inside the small joint, right? Just and I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm the one who's got the food. It was, um,
0: it
1: you know, so you know, the uh, the ambiance was, in my opinion, old school and great. I give it a little knock because I did notice a microwave uh, at the restaurant next to the pit, and I, I don't like microwaves in my restaurants. That's a big negative for me. Even though me. every single one of
0: them has one. Well, maybe they I They just don't. don't show it. This was in plain sight probably. For so
1: me. I decided to go and ask the barbecue master because I did take a video of him chopping, and then I said, hey, what's that for? And what he said was is for there's so many people who take these sandwiches to go. They like to warm up their bread. So – I give them a little break, but you know what? That microwave being next to that ch- you know, that pork station, it did throw me off. It a little
0: could bit. be in the back. Never noticed, and you wouldn't have cared. Exactly.
1: That's right. So, but overall experience was just really, really great. Um, I loved every second of it, and I gave it a seven and a half. Wow, a seven okay. and a half barbecue experience.
0: So let me get this straight. If I ma- if my math again is right. Uh, That would be 21 for the first two categories, seven and a half. That's 28 and a half. There has been an upset then. If I have gotten 28 and a half points and Joe Rose's Runway 84 got 27, I pull the upset here in round one. Ding, 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 ding. Gutter,
1: tell him what he's won. Exactly. Georgia Pig. Okay. Zach Krantz's recommendation. I'm
0: I'm, using the
1: scale of barbecue places versus high end joints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has beaten Runway 84. Zach Krantz moves on. Wow. In the fantasy food league.
0: I'm excited about that. And uh, let me, let wow. me say for I'm a second, to be honest.
1: he did not push for this whatsoever. He was really loving the runway experience and well, he was pushing I, the runway experience.
0: Let me tell you something. Uh, when we were eating dinner at runway, uh, my thing there, I've been, I've been eating there for, I don't know, as, as long as I've known, uh, what an Italian restaurant is. And the meatballs to me are, are life. Like, I'm almost upset that you were kind of ripping the meatballs a little bit uh, because you like your meatballs a different way because that's life for me. And my score for runway would have been 40 out of 40 no matter what. So you could just tell who did the grading system here. Um, Georgia Pig was the authentic barbecue place I wanted to have. Uh, There is other places that I've been to before. Like you said, Tom Jenkins as well, which is delicious, and you, you feel it. But the grading scale on this was, like Nose said, You grade it against another barbecue spot. You grade it against another high-end Italian spot. Not against each other. In all honesty, and this is no rip job in either place, but if you're telling me that it's Runway versus Georgia Pig in a one-on-one contest, uh, Georgia Pig's got no shot. Like, Runway is the high-end Italian place, and that's just what you're going to go with. But in this circumstance... A lot of factors come into this. I'm excited to know that it was graded the way I wanted this to be graded, where it was you graded on not against the other restaurant but against other similar restaurants, and you go from there. So I'm excited how this first one came out. I'm honestly excited about the fact that as we go forward now with more of these in the next couple months, two months or so, that I'll be part of the grading system because my turn is over. I was a little nervous about being a part of this and and actually choosing. And it's like choosing honestly – your favorite, you know, cousins. Uh which one you like better because Runway 84 is like I said life to me and Georgia Pig is kind of life to me as well. But that was a cool like kind of first uh fantasy food league kind of one-on-one. Like I was th- this is this is kind of fun. This, this is going to be a fun summer for us. So in conclusion, Georgia
1: Pig, if you haven't been there, check it out. If you like barbecue and you like simplicity and sometimes simple again is king. Yep. Then I re- really recommend it. If you've never been to Runway 84 and you want a whole new, ex- you know, an experience that is definitely different, and it again, you're like just jumping back into a time warp into the 80s, go for it. I just don't think you're going to be blown away by the food, but it is very solid. Don't get me wrong; it is solid. I'm just being a little tough because if I go and I recommend a place for you guys, it better be good. I take my, I take it extremely seriously. I love this stuff. Um, and so for the people who are asking again, how do you compare the two? We're doing a 560 contest to start. And if this goes off as well as we hope and we are seeing good results right now, after the 560 contest, it's going to be, okay, let's go find the best Cuban restaurants. Absolutely. Let's go find the best steakhouse restaurants. Right. Let's go find the best
0: Italian and uh, onward and onward sports bars. This could go on forever. Of course, and we'll do this during the football season as well. Now, also remember that once we get into early August, late July, Nose is going to be in his uh, in his, I guess you could say his own world when it comes to getting ready for the fantasy football drafts and the preparation. Once we get into late July, early August, I would say early August at this point, right before the camps or right as the camps are opening, we're going to be full-blown fantasy football podcast again. With, with a sprinkled-in food podcast here and there, it won't just be one a week. It might be two and some weeks uh when we do the food stuff we're excited for fantasy football to come back both of us and i know a lot of you are out there as well just the nfl in general and football back in general whether you're a college football nut or nfl or both so that will be back soon very soon in the next you know eight to twelve weeks but while we're here during the summer we're going to enjoy ourselves and we do that with food absolutely
1: um, i hope you guys enjoyed the show and um That's what I got for this week. So I I, I do want to make a a quick shout out to a big, you know, a fan of the show. Armando, two things to tell you, buddy. One... The fact that you took your family to the Georgia Pig the he next day. You saw the day, tweets
0: and took his family there. That
1: is what this is all That's about, right. ladies and gentlemen. That is what this is all about. And, I mean, uh, God bless you, dude. Twinkies, congratulations on having them. Twins um, on the way. You, Holy I, shit. I, just, I will finish my last statement for me on this one is, I just hope it doesn't ruin the Sunday morning Mondo Publix routine. That's all I hope.
0: Nothing will ever ruin that. All right, this was volume 26. The Wade Boggs edition or Rod Woodson edition. Wherever you want to go there. That is the nose. I am Zach. Listen to Joe Rose Show during the week. Nose will make his appearances starting again in August on the Joe Rose show. We get back into fantasy football talk as well. Enjoy the podcast. Subscribe. Download. Listen a hundred times. Go try out the restaurants. Tweeted us as well at Spencer Nose and at Zach Let us know uh, how your experience was at those places. And in a couple weeks, we'll have our next matchup here on Zach and the Nose podcast. That's volume 26. We love you all. Keep listening. Speak to you soon. It's Zach and the News.